Hey everyone, I'm Dan Whedon. Welcome to the Chasing Unleashed podcast. This week, we're going to talk about how people get wired, or actually, more precisely, how are people wired? And this has nothing to do with how much caffeine they drink. It's about how we all differ and interact with each other from a personality standpoint. I hope you enjoy. It's a personal story in there, and uh, I always like to share a little bit about my life and my family's life with you and use it as an example, and I hope you find it of interest and of value. Look, if you like the content I put out, I have a Patreon page now for patron memberships. Uh, Memberships start as as low as $3 a month, and you'll get a heck of a lot more exclusive content from me. Go to Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Chasing Unleashed. Check out the memberships. Uh, I really would love to have you join us. And of course, please uh, subscribe, rate, review, give us five stars, why don't you, all of that fun stuff. For right now, sit back and enjoy this episode called Wired. Barb and I are wired differently. Barb is my lovely and talented wife of nearly 36 years. We've been together since the third week of our senior year of high school. Now that's a lot of years and many opportunities to get our wires crossed. Usually, it's my wire that is the culprit. There's the adage that opposites attract. That may be true, and Barb and I have four decades of proof of that theory. The reality is that we have very much in common. It's just that we, like a great many relationships have different operating systems that need to find mutual intent. Those who know me will not be shocked that I'm a self-proclaimed extrovert. Barb would tend to be more of an introvert. I get my energy from crowds, being around people and activity. Conversely, Barb gets her energy more subtly. She enjoys being alone or with just a few people at a time. Recently, a situation arose that got us talking about these differences. We are hosting a Rotary Exchange student named Victor in our home for a few months. I've been taking Victor to piano lessons in Silverdale every Wednesday evening. As a result of not wanting to drive all the way back to Paulsbo, I've opted to head to the Kitsap Country Club where I'm a member and grab some dinner to wait. Oftentimes, Barb might be able to join me, but if not... I just go, sit by myself and it's until it's time to pick him up. I like being part of a group, even if I'm sitting alone. Now you might be expecting me to say that I will soon start talking to people, insinuate myself into conversations, or someone will ask to join me. Not true. While there may be head nods of greetings or even a quick conversation with someone, I usually end up minding my own business and eating my BELT, the bacon, egg, lettuce, and tomato sandwich with curly fries, of course. I just rather sit by myself with other people around than sit by myself all alone. On the other hand, Barb would avoid the situation like COVID. <laughs> you know, plague is so 14th century. 
she'd more comfortably opt to sit in her car in the driveway at the piano studio out in the cold, listening to her book, playing a word puzzle, and enjoying her alone time. Does any of this contrast sound familiar in your life? Early in our life together, I tried to force Barb into being more extroverted. I determined everyone was wired like me, or at least they should be. I figured, like osmosis, the transformation would take place and everyone would be happier. Now, being the kind, generous, and staggeringly patient person she is, Barb would go along with it regularly, undoubtedly to the point of discomfort, awkwardness, and being overwhelmed. Fast forward to today, and my hope is that growth and maturation have, like osmosis, transformed me. I've got a better understanding of what gives Barb energy and where she's most comfortable. She can now tell me that she doesn't want to go somewhere or do something, and I don't either take it as a personal affront or take it with disbelief. Of course, We will both make exceptions as part of the relationship, yet this understanding of how we are each wired makes a huge difference in the relationship. Quick note, Barb will readily admit it works in both directions. It's just as easy for an introvert to disregard and brush off an extrovert as being insufferable or bothersome. Now, There's no judgment on being an introvert or extrovert Simply an observation, one that can help you with employees, co-workers, family, and friends. We all have relationships that exist in our personal and professional lives. They range from acquaintance to casual to important. We can take a huge step towards building better relationships if we just take a moment to consider how the other person is wired. As an extrovert myself, I had trouble understanding people that weren't like me. I thought everyone gained energy from people, that everyone loved being immersed in groups, and that everyone was confident being themselves in front of others. And if they weren't, (laughs) that this was some sort of fatal flaw. I'd like to think that I can be taught and that time, maturity, and a very tolerant life partner has helped me with that. We are all programmed as humans to seek out others like us. We make friends and associations to hang out and enjoy the company of those who both act and view the world the same. And there is a downside. Sometimes we don't even want to consider relationships outside that small silo. In essence, we create a fence and leash ourselves to people that believe and behave only like us. (laughs) I actually think this behavior all starts in middle school or junior high and only escalates over time. If this happens, we all lose. We miss out on potentially valuable relationships. There's a likelihood of drama in the workplace. We can become less tolerant and more judgmental. In our professional lives, especially with employees, colleagues, and coworkers, we can be cognizant of how other people are wired. We can learn how they gain satisfaction, what motivates them, how they best learn, and how they want to be treated. This requires both empathy and kindness. This is also leadership. I'm fortunate that my most important relationship with Barb, my wife, has continued to evolve and grow through both of us being willing to find ways to communicate with empathy and kindness. 
That same effort and discipline is also needed with people that we associate with in life, whether at work, home, or play. It's needed for us to be leaders in our businesses and lives, regardless of our position. When that happens, we expand our worldview and understanding. We become stronger leaders and at the same time forge paths of commonality, even when we are sitting at different tables. I'm Dan Whedon. Thanks for listening. I hope that you subscribe to the Chasing Unleashed podcast. Please rate, review, send your comments. I'd love to hear from you. And please, I welcome you and invite you to join our patron membership on patreon.com slash chasing unleashed. Memberships begin as low as $3 a month. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting my work. And keep chasing unleashed. Thank you.